up you guys welcome back to mini tv reviews i am your host small and today we will be discussing school spirits y'all yes season one episode five titled the twilight end zone i hope everybody is having a wonderful week whatever that may look like for you whether it's school play whatever on the side okay chilling I hope it is going well for you, and I hope that you guys are staying safe out there, all right? It's time to get those points. It's time to make those grades. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. So we start the episode off with Claire. She is outside of Mr. Anderson's house, and she is anxiously awaiting for him to either answer the door or pull up or something, okay? But we see that he never shows, nor does he answer the door. But you know who drops by? Who rides by there does a drive-by? The police, okay? It's good that they didn't see her there. But um, she's waiting on Mr. Anderson. I wonder what the, the link is between the two. So then we go over to uh, the group. Wally has Rhonda on his back as he is doing his push-ups, honey. And he is pumped, okay? It's 10 hours till homecoming. And he is so stoked. He's got banners. He's got balloons. He's got, you know, other stuff. Uh, little sprinkler effects. All of that, right? so excited and so while mr martin is trying to figure out you know um if he's got enough volunteers to do you know like the committees and stuff like that as far as decorations and who's gonna be at the punch bowl this that and the third right he was like where is maddie okay and so Rhonda, uh charlie was like well maybe she uh <laughs> maybe she ran off uh while one of the pony rides was going on <laughs> talking about wally and so um wally asked him did he want a pony ride he was like is that micro or macroaggression either way mr martin doesn't understand what that means okay nobody should be wandering off right now and so wally ends up saying uh uh so charlie and Rhonda volunteer to go look for her, but charlie says that he wants to go because maddie likes him more okay <laughs> so Rhonda is stuck volunteering with mr martin at this point which I don't think she's too pleased to do. So then we go over to uh, Claire. Claire and her minions are making fun of one of the other uh, participants that is supposed to be on the homecoming court at this point. So old girl is passing out her flyers and telling people to vote for her. And Claire's minions are like, oh my God, what's up with the rocks? Like, you know, she, what is she selling? Mulch? You know, so Claire was like, y'all stop, okay? Y'all are being mean she is very pretty okay so she may have a chance at this after all so as they're talking to her simon and maddie are looking at claire and simon is like how did y'all become friends anyway like what in the world like do you think that her minions ended up uh claire put her minions up to killing you and so she was like what in the world you know like why would they do that and so Simon was like, I mean, they consult her before they even get dressed, Maddie. Who's to say that she didn't put them up to killing you? And she was like, I think that's a little bit extreme. So how did y'all become friends anyway? And so Maddie tells him that this happened, I guess, when they were in elementary school. They were neighbors, actually. And so both of their, you know, uh, respective households were having uh, arguments and all of that. Um you know, they were just going through some some familial issues, all right? Maddie's mom was going through her thing with her addiction, and um, she was all over the place, you know, uh, slinging stuff, cursing, looking for something that wasn't there. Um, she says that she can never find any effing thing in this house, this, that, and the third. And so she says one night it was particularly bad, um, and apparent, uh, 
I guess Claire's parents were going through a really bad argument that same night as well. And so she says that Claire used to come over all the time, I guess, under the guise to play. But in reality, Claire was coming over because she was afraid because her parents were constantly fighting all the time. Okay. And so she says that um, her mom was going through something. And so when Claire came knocking at the door, because she didn't want Claire to see what was going on behind her doors, she didn't open them, okay? And so Claire was like, come on, you know, Maddie, I see you. Can you just open up the door for me? And so she's like, Claire, you can't come in today, okay? And so she got upset all, all while we hear her mom in the background screaming because she can't find what she's looking for, all right? And so then um, Maddie says that after that, um, I guess her Claire's parents split up. And so her dad, um, she went to go stay with her dad for a year. Meanwhile, her mom ended up remarrying some guy, some real estate dude that has his face plastered all over the benches around town. All right. And so Simon was like, you know what? That may be the motive behind her possibly killing you. I could just see the Dateline dude now. I wonder if it's Keith Morris. <laughs> oh, saying that, uh unhealed wounds opened <laughs> is healed up uh, due to murder or something like that and so of course Claire that's possibly a motive but in reality I don't think that's what it is so Xavier is with Maddie's mom helping her clean up the house because this is a job that Maddie usually does okay but Xavier is volunteering to do so right now until everything gets situated and so we see Maddie's mom on the phone and she's talking to his dad, the sheriff. And I guess the sheriff is offering up some information about how they found Maddie's backpack um, in a, a basically an abandoned house. Okay. And so Xavier comes out and she tells him the news. And she mentions that it's, at the, it's near the old place. Um, she gives a location. And then he was like, yeah, I've passed by there a time or two. Okay. The place looks empty. Like... Um, and so then her mom says that there's possibly a squatter there, okay? And the squatter may be Maddie. Who knows? I mean, it is her backpack, right? So so she's going to go meet up with him or just go by there and hopefully she finds Maddie. But in the meantime, she needs to get the house a little bit more organized because when Maddie comes home, she wants her to know that everything is in order for her. She wants everything to be just perfect for Maddie. So Xavier is like, okay, well, do you want me to skip last period so I can help you do anything? And so she was like, no, 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 you get to school. I'll take care of everything else, okay? So her mom has got a slight glimmer of hope, but I don't think this is going to turn out well for her. Meanwhile, Maddie and Charlie are looking through um, Claire's belongings in her purse, okay? They're mints, there's lip gloss, there's sunglasses, but unfortunately... There is no murder weapon. <laughs> I don't think she would carry that on school grounds anyway, but you never know, right? So they don't find anything there. Meanwhile, Claire's minions are <laughs> making fun of Mr. Anderson in his current situation about how um, do they think that Mr. Anderson will be chaperoning the homecoming dance? Well, only if uh, <laughs> they allow him to wear an ankle monitor there and um, relocate the uh, location to a uh, federal prison <laughs> all right that's funny and so then um of course they 
they come back to reality because, um, you know, Claire's getting upset. I guess her parents uh, donated a major portion to the booster club for those uniforms. And so Claire gets up and walks off. She ends up running into um, the principal and asking him, what's the update on Mr. Anderson, okay? Is he going to be prosecuted? What's going on? And so the principal is like, well, he's been put on administrative leave. And the Split River Police are investigating more into this uh, criminal activity accusation. And so she was like, look, okay, it's been a week. My parents are pissed. They want answers. And if they don't get them, then that'll be the last check that they write. All right. And so <laughs> he goes chasing after her. Um, and then, you know, Maddie and them, I guess, finna get, are finna get ready to go follow them. But Rhonda interrupts them and tells them, hey where have y'all been? And so Charlie was like, I got distracted. Okay. She had mints. <laughs> Who can turn those down? And so she was like, y'all have literally been gone for hours. Remember Charlie was supposed to go find Maddie and bring her back. And so she was like, look, okay. Y'all still got obligations to, uh, fulfill. Okay. People are counting on y'all to do a certain job. Dead people. Okay. Get your asses on back to the, to the gym so we can finish helping Wally decorate, basically. And so she ends up saying something, and Rhonda calls her a a, a meowto. And that ain't the right word. She said she called her a pito. And so Maddie was like, "What did she just call me?" <laughs> and Charlie was like, "I think that's a flower." <laughs> no, it's not Charlie, but we gonna roll with that. So, Nicole is telling Simon the news about the backpack, and he was like, okay, well, how did you find this information out? And so, she doesn't say anything, and he was like, Xavier, of course, gotcha. And so, then he was like, how can you trust anything that he says, you know, and who who is it owned by? And so, she ends up saying that the block, the house is now owned, or the block is owned by Claire's stepdad, who intends to tear the house down after a while sure he is right and so he was like how can you trust anything that Xavier saying and what's what's in this backpack anyway did they find anything did they find a murder weapon and so of course Nicole is like taken aback like why are you getting so upset with me why are you yelling and so Xavier is walking through in the hallway and so she was like why don't you ask him yourself and so um he ends up asking Xavier, you know, what did they find in the backpack? And he was like, I don't know, this, that, and the third. And so then they have a discussion about Claire. And he was like, you know, Claire didn't do this. And he was like, yeah, of course you're going to defend Claire. You know, that, that was your little side piece. Of course you're going to defend her. And so he was like, well, just a week ago, you thought that I was doing it. You thought that I had something to do with Maddie's disappearance. And so he was like, how do you know that I still don't believe that? <laughs> So Xavier just kind of looks at him like, oh my God, you know, and then he walks off. So then Nicole is like, you know, why are you being so hard on him? Why are you being so rude? And so he was like, you take old uh, Xavier sat boy there to Horicon, you know, and you believe everything that he says now. And she was like, for your information, I asked you first, okay, and you told me no. And so she was like, how do you know that I was ready to lose two friends instead of just one? And so he was like, I'm sorry, Nicole, you know, trying to apologize to her, but she just ends up walking off, okay? So then Maddie is in the gym with uh, the rest of the group, and they're decorating Wally's banner, okay? And so she was like, why didn't we just steal all of these decorations, um, you know, and, and then just go from there, trying to, you know, uh, add extra stuff on And so 
And they were like, well, we actually did. We stole some of the paint. We stole the paint from the art room, and then we stole a helium tank, this, that, and the third. <laughs> so, they're celebrating. And so, um, Wally ends up saying that his parents, it's a tradition for them to decorate for homecoming. And so, she ends up asking Wally, did he die on homecoming? Now, he said, yeah, I died at the game, okay? But my parents still come every year. So, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that I show up for them like they show up for me every year. Okay, that's very sweet, Wally. And so then um, the mood is interrupted when Maddie sees her mom walk in. And so she's questioning somebody about where she can find her teacher. They give her whatever direction she's looking for. And then she leaves out. And, of course, Maddie follows her to see what's about to happen. So Simon goes to go pay Mr. South the janitor a visit because he's trying to get into Mr. Anderson's room, okay? And so when he comes down there, Mr. South is looking at a phone, and I'm not sure if this is Maddie's or if he's looking at something particularly on this phone that um, he doesn't want Simon to see, but either way, he hurries up and puts the phone face down, right? So Simon goes on to say that he needs to uh, get into Mr. Anderson's room so he can get his notebook so he can study. And so he was like, uh, that'll be a no can do because the cops are telling us not to open up that room for anybody. And so he was like, okay, but nobody's going to know but me and you. And so he was like, exactly. That's why I'm not giving you the keys. And so then, of course, because that way is not working, Simon leans in on the sympathy card and says, look, the truth is, okay, that notebook is my friend's and it's the last thing that I have of her. Can I please get it? And so he was like, all right, 10 minutes. So, of course, Simon is going to utilize the mess out of this 10 minutes to try to see what he can find in Mr. Anderson's room. So then um, we go over to uh, ooh, Maddie's mom, okay? She's going to go visit the lady teacher. And I can't remember that lady's name to save my life. But she goes to go pay her a visit because she is coming to collect all of Maddie's makeup homework, okay? She says that when Maddie comes home, she wants her to go ahead and get a jump start and jump right back in on doing her work. That way she doesn't screw up her chances to apply for colleges because, after all, she did put in an application to Northwestern. And so she was like, yeah, you know, I went there and I think Maddie would do very great things there. I think she she would love it, okay? And so... She was like, thank you for all of your help. You know, I know that I haven't necessarily been mother of the year, mother of the month, I mean, mother of the week. I mean, shoot, even mother of a few days, okay? I know that I haven't always been my best, but, um, you know, I, I really just want Maddie to see the changes that I've made um, and that I'm getting better for her when she comes home, okay? And so, of course, while they're having this conversation, Maddie is looking... And, you know, just observing the conversation. And, honey, Maddie's mom, she she is made up today. She looks like she's in a, a much better headspace um, because she's got a little glimmer of hope. And like I said, although I feel like it's not going to turn out well for her, um, she does have this glimmer of hope, okay? And so um, she ends up thanking her for being such a great teacher to Maddie, and she tells her that she's her last stop for the day. So she's got all of Maddie's work and she's ready for her to come home. And so then Maddie uh, is chasing her mom down the hallway, trying to get her attention. But because their relationship isn't what hers and Simon's was, I guess her mom can't hear her or feel her at this point. And so she ends up looking, looking in Mr. Anderson's room and she's walking past and she sees Simon, right? So she goes in 
and he's like man you won't believe what i found and so she goes to tell um she goes on to tell simon that maybe they should put whatever they find on hold right because the way that her mom looked today like i said mom is in a completely different headspace because she's got a glimmer of hope at this point and so she just doesn't want to um possibly ruin that for her mom and you know if her mom ends up finding her and it's not good news she's afraid that her mom is never going to return to this person that she sees today and so he was like so you're just gonna let claire get away with whatever she may or may not have done um when it comes to her being responsible for your disappearance and your slash your murder and so she was like um I'm not saying completely halt it forever. I'm just saying let's put a hold on it right now because I'm kind of enjoying my mom and who she is for what I see her as right now, okay? She's happy and she looks good, okay? So can I just enjoy that for a few precious moments? And so he ends up telling her, he looked over the the papers the graded papers the last papers and um he's looking at all of claire's papers okay and they're literally all identical all of the different books that they've read over the year um and he went through a whole list of them but the one that stood out for me was and then there were none if y'all haven't read that book or seen like the little mini series that agatha christie um did for that particular book y'all it is amazing y'all should read that book it's old as hell but it's good okay so anyway he was like all of her um all of her papers are identical word for word okay she only read one book this year and wrote one thing but she's got all a's on all of her papers and so of course we know that she was probably paying mr anderson off or you know blackmailing him some kind of way to make sure that she got a good grade all right so we'll end up following up with that in just a little bit i'm sure so mr anderson is finna get ready to go somewhere honey when claire jumps out and ambushes him like she's been waiting in the trees for him in the bushes okay and so she was like what did you tell the police and so he was like, I just told the truth, okay? I told them that um, I used the money that I was given to pay off my dad's debts. And I also told them that the night that Maddie disappeared, that I was with my dad all night, okay? And so she was like, well, did you say anything about me? I don't know. I can't remember. Okay, Claire, you looking real suspicious out here in these streets. And so then we go over to uh, Maddie. Matt, they're getting ready for homecoming maddie sees charlie in the bleachers and he's working on his 35th paragraph um or 35th draft of what he's gonna say to emilio <laughs> i'm kidding it's probably like the 18th though for real and so then um wally comes over because he's working out and um he sits down for a minute because the football ended up over there by maddie and um he's talking to her and he ends up asking her how everything went with her mom and she was like you know sad happy weird but fine and so um they ended up on the topic of his parents and he goes on to mention that you know his parents have been coming to the homecoming game 
for the last 40 years, almost the last 40 years, okay? And so she uh, she was like, yeah, but do your parents ever, like, scream at the refs or curse them out or anything like that? And so he was like, well, my mom always pushed me to be the best person that I could be on and off the field. And she was like, but didn't you die on the field? He was like, yeah, you know, um, I was on the, the five-yard line, as a matter of fact. I, I guess they were finna get ready to head into the end zone to try to score another win. And he said that he was headed that way when... He uh, felt his neck snap, and then it was lights out, okay? He said, but it didn't hurt, though. The only thing that stung was the fact that he didn't die in the end zone because he felt like he wanted to get his mom one more win, okay? Send her off on a good foot. And so, that's pretty messed up. And so, uh, after that, you know, it's just kind of silence for a minute. The whistle blows, and he said, oh, that's my cue. It's time for me to go, <laughs> So then um, we end up going over to Xavier. Xavier is, um, you know, going through the abandoned uh, the abandoned home because he had heard that there was a squatter there possibly. And so he's roaming through. It's very dark. You can barely see anything. He's got his flashlight on his phone on, and that's the only light that's being permeated through this house. And so, of course, he hears a little bit of rumblings. He hears some floorboards creaking. So we know that there is somebody in the house. Okay, he goes looking around and is uh, the whoever this is keeps eluding him. Okay, and so then um, Xavier catches a glimpse of him just as he's jumping out the second story window or she is jumping out the second story window. So whoever was there, they didn't want to be seen by Xavier. I guess we'll find out who that is later. So it's homecoming time, baby. It's game time, baby. Okay. The football team comes out, as does Wally at the very end. And uh, Rhonda and Mr. M are sitting there cheering, okay? Although, you know, Rhonda is only doing this to try to see if this is going to help her cross over. Anything. Anything at this point. She's desperate. And so <laughs> we see Maddie. She's sitting in the bleachers, too. Wally gives her a thumbs up as well. Charlie's in the bleachers and he's still working on that draft there. Um, and then we see Maddie show up. Uh, not Maddie. We see Claire show up. Okay. Claire's late. But um, never fear. Okay. She's here though. And so one of the other cheerleaders, I'm not sure if this is the, the co-captain or what, but she was like, honey, the JV girls are ruining the pregame here. So she was like, okay, don't worry about it. I'm here. Like just being real short with the girl. And so kind of cuts the girl's sentence short. Like I said, don't worry, Claire's here now to save the day. Lead the team on, cheer the team on to victory, right? So then we see um, Xavier. Simon is pulling up to uh, Miss Sandra's house, I guess, to go talk to her, you know, check in and see how she's doing. When he runs into Xavier, Xavier is putting something in the back of the bed of the truck. And so he ends up telling, uh, Simon ends up telling Xavier that he's there because he wants to see uh what sandra knows about this backpack that's been found and so he was like why don't you just ask me because i literally just left from the house and so he was like you did what and so he was like what did you find and he was like not what did i find but who okay and so he says that he caught the uh somebody slipping out the window and so he was like um did you get a good look at him was it claire and he was like i don't know honestly it could have been anybody okay and so um He's, and so just as they're saying that, um, of course, Miss Sandra comes out and she 
goes over there to Simon and gives him a big old hug. Okay, what you doing here? Okay. And so she says that um they are finna get ready to go hand out flyers. Okay. And she figures that if she plasters enough flyers around campus, you know, or on um school grounds and shows shows the flyers to enough people that somebody will find some type of information to give her. Hopefully so. Okay. And so then we go back over to the homecoming game. Wally is running up and down the steps, okay, because he's super hype. He lives for these types of moments. And so, of course, Maddie's still in the bleachers. He goes to give Rhonda a hug, but honey, Rhonda ain't going for that, okay? <laughs> and so then he ends up introducing Maddie to his mom, which his mom favors him. Now, I know that these are actors and actresses, but they actually do favor y'all. And so he says that she's been come, she's come to every game. She's never missed one. All right. And so, um, he says, he mentioned something about an empty seat. She always leaves an extra seat for an extra seat empty. And so Maddie was like, is that for your dad? And he was like, shoot, no, he stopped coming about 15 years ago. And that makes me wonder his Wally's dad passed away and Wally just doesn't know it. But he was like, no, shoot, no, he stopped coming about 15 years ago. I think she's honestly saving it for me. And so he goes to sit down next to her and kind of just looks at her in um adoration y'all i feel so sad for wally and his mom but it's so cute and so um also mr m is talking to Rhonda because he's observing everything that's going on okay maddie is spaced out in her own world charlie is doing his thing in his own world he feels like everybody is losing focus as of late okay and he doesn't want you know, this to kind of spread throughout the group and get everybody sidetracked and have them backsliding again. And so he ends up telling Rhonda that, hey, can you just keep an eye on her and make sure she she's okay? Because I don't want this to affect the rest of the group and I know that she trusts you, all right? And so Rhonda was like, yeah, okay, I'll do anything if it means that it's going to help me cross over. <laughs> oh, that Rhonda. You know who she reminds me of, y'all? She reminds me of uh, Rizzo in um greece i wonder if there's some type of kin it's some type of uh, similarities there in the facial structure but y'all let me know what y'all think about that so claire is sitting back and watching the football game and she's clearly got something on her mind because she's sitting away from the rest of the squad kind of like zoning out right she ends up seeing some police get closer to her and honey, she just instantly gets the bubble gut. She goes over and calmly walks to the trash can and upchucks everything that is on her stomach, y'all. Yeah, Claire got some secrets. And so then um, we end up seeing Maddie's mom and Mrs. Fields. That's the teacher's name. She, uh, They're helping pass out flyers, okay? And so she ends up asking Mrs. Fields, Did has anybody talked to Mr. Anderson? And so she was like, you know, no, um, his lawyers are probably telling him not to say anything to anybody. All we know is that he turned over the money already. And so she was like, I mean, if he just uh, stole some money, I don't blame him because y'all teachers do not get paid nearly enough as you should. And I can definitely agree with that. OK, so she ends up walking off. And as she walks off, Nicole walks up and is like, hey, Miss Fields can anybody make mr anderson talk and so miss fields is like yeah we we're better off just leaving that to the police to do their own thing you know and kind of like let let it be and not get too involved in that okay because 
you know, people can be two things, all right? And so, who knows? This may, we may never get the answers that we're looking for. And so, she ends up walking off, and Nicole is looking at her like, what? Okay, Miss Fields. I ain't been eyeballing you. So, don't, don't make me start looking in your direction. So, then we see Wally and Maddie. They're finna go steal something to eat. And so, um... As they're walking, he was like, man, you know, the way that she's screaming, talking about his mom, it's almost as if she still sees me out there on the field. And so Maddie was like, well, maybe she does. And so he was like, ooh, you know, just envisioning him dying over and over again and all of that makes him stressed out, right? And so he was like, yeah, no, I would rather her not see me in that light. And so then um, they go sit down and he's bringing back food. And what do you know? He's got two hot dogs, right? And so Maddie was like, man, you're talking about being stressed out. Seeing those things makes me stressed out. So I hope you're eating both of those. And so she goes on to tell him that um, when she was younger and her mom was tweaking out or whatever the case may be, um, she oftentimes had to rely on fixing food herself because the only thing that her mom would be concerned about is what was there to drink in the house. And so because she was only 13 and she only, you know, knew certain things that she would be able to cook, she relied heavily on hot dogs. So she got really creative with them. She did, you know, franken beans. She did hot dog omelets. She did she even did um hot dog peanut butter jelly sandwiches, which is absolutely gross. Why would you put the meat on Anyway, I guess so she was like, yeah, no, I'm good on that. So some kind of way they get on the topic of football and Wally reveals that he's proud of the fact that, or Maddie commends his mom for coming back year after year after year. Um, even though he's no longer there, considering the fact that how he died, she would think that, you know, this would be a sore subject to try to keep revisiting like this. And so he was like, you know what? It was actually my mom who introduced me to the game of football. And so Maddie was like, you don't like football like that? And he was like, no, not really. And as a matter of fact, I only played it because of her. You know, I didn't want to disappoint her. So I just kept playing. But ironically, the thing that I didn't like what was what actually ended up killing me. So that's crazy, right? And so she was like, why didn't you tell your mom? You know? And so, again, he was like, you know, I really didn't want to disappoint her, but maybe, and this is just my opinion, maybe his mom kept coming back because she felt guilty about what happened to him because she was the one that kept egging, um, encouraging him to play, not egging him on, encouraging him to continue to play football, even though he may not have wanted to. And so then um, she sees Xavier and he's he puts a flyer on the table with her picture on it so she was like this is my mom's favorite picture of me so how in the world did he get that okay and so um she ends up seeing her mom and again her mom looks happy happier than what maddie has seen her in quite a long time and so she was like you know what what does it say about me that i would rather not know how i died as long as that means that my mom stays sober, clean, and looking like she's looking. And so then he was like, what does it say about me that I come back to this homecoming game year after year, even though this is what actually killed me just to make my mom happy? Or just to see my mom, you know? 
And so they're, they're both kind of feeling the way about it. Then he sees Xavier and he mentions, you know, how does it feel seeing him? And so she was like, oh, you know, it, it's fine now. I was upset about it at first, but I'm okay now considering the fact that I believe with 95% of my whole heart that he's not the one that killed me, okay? <laughs> so she feels a little bit better about the whole situation. And then she goes back to... um her mom thinking that she's just disappeared and Wally was like but you haven't disappeared like you're gone and you're not coming back okay so that's just something for Maddie to think about but I guess as long as her her mom feels a way about it then maybe Maddie Maddie's hoping and praying that her body doesn't surface so then we see Simon is uh, finished with passing out his flyers that he has when all of a sudden he uh, goes to go get some more and he gets a chime on his phone, y'all. So he looks down at his phone and somebody has sent him a video of Claire and Mr. Anderson arguing. And so he was like, look, I'm trying to do everything that I possibly can, but if we keep this up and we don't move smart, we're both going to get caught. And so she was like, you should have thought about that before you stole my parents' money. You know, do what I say, do, and you won't have to worry about getting caught. And so she tells him that it's very important that she makes an A in his class. And if not, well, may have to own up to those consequences there. All right. So then um, as he's like, you know, standing up and, and walking back, we see that not only did he get the message but Nicole and Xavier also got that same message, you guys. But the question is, who sent it? So then after that, we see Maddie. Maddie is in the bleachers with Wally. Wally is kind of like just looking up at his mom. And she's cheering on the team. And then there's this flashback um, to when he was alive and he was playing. It was homecoming night. And they were discussing, um, he had came out the game. And so he's going to go sit down. And mom spots him going to go have a seat. And so she comes over and was just like, okay, what are you doing on the bench? You should be out there. And so he was like, you know, coach told me to come rest my knee for a minute. And he's going to put me back in in just a little bit. She was like, no, mm -mm. we don't win scholarships sitting on the bench, okay? And so he was like, well, you know, I trust the coach. He, I trust he knows what he's doing. And so she was like, well, you know, if he was such a great coach, then why in the world is he teaching high schoolers and he's not in the pros? And so she was like, you know, me and your father agreed that you should be out there. So you need to go talk, talk to coach. Do I need to go talk to him? No, mom. No, I, I'll be back out there in just a little bit. And so we can see that mom was definitely a super pusher for Wally. Okay, and so like I said earlier, she probably felt guilty about how tough she pushed him on homecoming night that ended up resulting in his death. Okay, and so as we're finishing up that flashback, Maddie is kind of looking on at Wally. Wally stands up. He takes his jersey off because they just had a conversation that, you know, because he's dead now, he doesn't necessarily have to keep trying to make her proud and honor her. Okay, he can do whatever you want to do at this point. And so he stands up, he takes his jersey off, and he's his own man, you know. 
I guess he's freeing himself so he can try to move on. Okay. And so as she's looking at him, she then looks over at her mom and her mom is actually coming up the bleachers. And it gets to a point in the scene at one point where they're both standing face to face and Maddie is literally standing in front of her and she cannot see her at all. So as her mom scans the crowd, she obviously doesn't see Maddie there anywhere. And the glimmer of hope in her eyes slowly fades, y'all. And so she walks away, right? And so Maddie ends up looking back up at Wally. He's just still standing up there, standing next to his mom, looking on at the football game. When Simon finally comes up to her and was just like, hey, look, I got something to show you real quick. And so he ends up showing her the video of Claire and Mr. Anderson arguing. And so um, he ends up saying, you know, if Claire thinks that you were the one that took this video, then this may be motive as to why she killed you. Maybe, maybe not. Sorry if y'all hear my son in the background. I'm back at home. <laughs> it's later on in the day and I am off the clock, y'all. So I forgot to tell y'all that when she was, um, you know, watching Wally take off his jersey and all of that, and Simon came over, she came to the conclusion that she's got to tell her mom or she's got to let her mom find out what happened to her, okay? Whether it's detrimental to her health or not, you know, she's got to be able to have some type of closure so she can move on, right? So Maddie can move on as well. And so um, she was like, okay, so what are we going to do now? So then Simon and Nicole and Xavier end up, you know, like meeting back up or whatever. And so Nicole is asking Xavier, like, what in the world is that about? Did you know that Claire and Mr. Anderson, you know, were in cahoots or whatever? And so he was like, no, I didn't know anything about that. Um, you know, for all I know, she could have been the one that ended up swapping the phones because remember when the, when Maddie's phone got found or they thought it was Maddie's phone, but it turned out to be, um, a dud, right? It wasn't her phone. So he was like, for all I know, she, she could have been the one that swapped the phones. And so then, um, he was like, well, I can just go ahead and show my dad this video. And Nicole was like, no, there's no point in doing that because, we don't have time to keep trying to prove your innocence, okay? I have a feeling that you didn't have anything to do with Maddie's disappearance slash death, so we're not even going to go back down that road. Okay, well, what's next? So then Sandra comes up, and Sandra is telling Xavier that she's ready to go. You know, she's emotionally overwhelmed, and it's just a lot for her right now, so she's ready to go. And so as she's saying this, they end up seeing Claire walk by, and so... They come up with this plan to have Nicole take Sandra home while Xavier tries to talk to Claire to try to see what type of information he can get from her. And so then um, after Nicole and Sandra leave, Simon is like, okay, what are we finna do about Claire? Because we're going to have to do something. And so he was like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, once Maddie disappeared, I pushed her away like she hates my guts right now. And so, of course, Maddie is there with Simon. And so... Both of them are telling Xavier that he has to try to text her to get her to open back up to him. And so he was like, but I don't even know what to say. And so they were like, we'll tell you what to say. And so they end up saying, you know, hey, I'm sorry for how I was acting or how I've been acting recently. I really do miss you. 
um, you know, and I want us to get back tight or whatever the case may be, I want you to go to the homecoming dance with me. And so after Maddie gets done relaying this message to Simon to relate to Xavier, of course, Maddie is feeling the way because her and Xavier were supposed to be ditching homecoming dance together. Okay, and so now that she's not here, obviously that can't happen. So she's sad, okay, because she's missing out on so much stuff. And so Simon was like, are you okay? And so he's talking to Maddie, but Xavier thinks that he's talking to him. And so he was like, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> so anyway, he sends the message to Claire. Claire looks at the message and we see her facial expression change. So maybe she is going to eventually come around to letting Xavier back in. We'll see. Only time will tell. So then um, Maddie walks off because she says she just needs a moment. And she ends up running into Wally, y'all. And so Wally shoots his shot, y'all. And so he was like, look, you know, I've had a really good time hanging out with you. You're probably one of the coolest girls that I've ever met. This, that, and the third. I've never felt, you know, as connected to another girl as I felt with you. Would you like to go to the homecoming dance with me? And so, of course, you know, Maddie is hesitant to answer at first. And so he was like, would you like to go to the homecoming dance with me as a friend? Okay. Doesn't have to be a date. Doesn't have to be anything official. We can just hang out as friends. And so she was like, yeah, sure, Wally. <laughs> They've been vibing all day. Okay. They, they do connect on different levels. So I don't know. Maybe Wally is her Xavier in the afterlife. What do y'all think? And so then... um. Of course, after she says yes, he was like, okay, I, I'll see you at the dance. Like, he's real nervous, but he's excited. He's like that. He's he's like excited, nervous, or nervous, excited, y'all, okay? He finally got the girl to say yes to him, and he does like the little jump in the air, kick his feet together. Real 80s, right? <laughs> it was cute, y'all. Wally got a little crush on Maddie. Okay, so after Maddie says yes to Wally to go to the dance, Simon comes back and he's like, hey, I think uh, I might know who sent us that video, even though I feel like it's a stretch. So they end up going to go see Mr. South. And so Simon was like, hey, so when you gave me your keys earlier today, were you trying to tell me something? And so Mr. South was like, look, Simon, if I got something to say, then I usually just go go ahead and say it. And so Simon tells him his theory about him being the one responsible for sending um, them the video. And so he was like, no, because um, he he clocked. He says he clocked that he had a phone earlier and that he was looking at a video that he didn't want Simon to see or whatever. And so he was like, no, I don't know anything about the video that you're talking about. But what I was looking at was. Um, you know, some stuff that I had took pictures of because I had to document everything that they've been doing down here. So apparently since Maddie, Maddie's blood had been found on the wall, people have been coming down there, you know, and kind of like graffitiing it up. And so Maddie was like, who would have known that eventually my death spot would essentially turn out to be like a haunted tour spot, so to speak. And so... He was like, yeah, no, I had to document it for the school, okay? So I'm just trying to make sure that you don't get hurt. 
So he ends up showing Simon some of the pictures. Of course, Maddie can't stand to look at it. And so she starts walking off, right? And so Simon is still talking to Mr. South about helping him clean it up. And then we go over to Nicole. And Nicole and Sandra are finna get ready to go home. And so she apologizes to Nicole for having um, to leave early from the game. And so she's like, it's okay. I'm pretty sure we'll be losing anyway. So she ends up asking Nicole, does she believe that Maddie will forgive her so she can just come on home? And so Maddie was like, you know what? I believe anybody, not Maddie. Nicole was like, you know what? I believe anybody can be forgiven if their heart is in the right spot, you know? And so, of course, it's a very um tear tear jerking moment and so Sandra's like can I have a hug and so Nicole ends up hugging her it's cute y'all it's sad and so after that she was like okay you know let me put these flowers in your trunk for you so Nicole was like oh it's okay I got it I got it and so she tells her to go ahead and get in the car and she makes sure that she's in the car so she takes the like the tote that's full of the flowers back to the back of her trunk y'all she looks around before she pops this trunk and they don't show us what's in the trunk but i'm pretty sure there's something that we need to see that involves maddie's disappearance in her trunk y'all nicole is hiding something i'm sure of it something because she been i don't i just don't know y'all so anyway um, so she puts it in the trunk, and then we go back to Maddie and them. So Simon is still talking to Mr. South about the graffiti and all of that when Maddie tells him to ask Mr. South, tells Simon to ask Mr. South where this door leads to that's further down in the boiler room. So they go a little bit further, and we find that there is like a cold shelter room yeah a cold front shelter room anyway it's been down it's been down there since the cold war okay and a lot of people don't know that it's there but simon picks up on the fact that they can communicate down there which means that somebody has died down there okay or at least a body has traveled through there so they're looking around and y'all they find like this little shaft if you will and it's a long shaft y'all and so simon was like i'm not sure where that leads to but i'm pretty sure that's how claire ended up getting your body out of here this thing goes a lot deeper than we think y'all and that's the way that the episode ends it is getting really good y'all okay let me tell y'all who my top three suspects are because at this point i don't think it's mr anderson and i don't think that is xavier okay initially when i was talking to my friend about it i had said that i thought it was either xavier claire or nicole and i bumped xavier off my list you guys i think it's either claire nicole <sighs> or maybe even that teacher what's her name miss fields unless it's somebody random y'all it's gotta be one of those three y'all let me know what y'all think my friend was saying that 
she either she either thought it was Mr. Anderson, um, the janitor, Mr. South, or Xavier. I think this I think that was the last one she said. But I don't know. She said one of us was right. So we'll see. <laughs> Cause she done finished watching it already. But y'all let me know what you think. You can reach me at me and you TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at my TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I am moving on up. I'm trying to do this techie thing. I'm on YouTube for at least 10 minutes for each episode. I'm trying to put them out as soon as I get done, but y'all forgive me, okay? Your girl is busy, okay? So, I'm trying to get those up. If you want to go find the YouTube page and get little snippets and see if you want to listen to the entire episode, it's me and you TV reviews, okay? Like that. There is The words are spaced out, okay? Not all together, you know, like everything else is like with emails, but it's spaced out like normal. And that's how you can also find me um, on Spotify or Apple or any other (laughs) music streaming platform, y'all. I love y'all. Thank you so much for putting up with my goofy self. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, whatever that may look like for you guys. Please stay safe out there, y'all. It's getting crazier and crazier every day. So, if don't nobody tell you that they love you, I love y'all. All right? So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.